0: Welcome to This AmeriCorps Life, the official Arizona-served podcast by AmeriCorps members for AmeriCorps members, past, present, and future. Here's your host, Sarah Haber. Hi, Annie. (laughs) (laughs) We have our sunglasses on. We
1: do. And we're inside. And we're inside. We're so cool. We're recording a podcast. That we are.
0: Why did you want to do this podcast?
1: Um, well... I actually like got really into listening to podcasts like on my way to work back when I was working in Chino, and I just thought that they were really cool, and then I thought, oh, it would be really dope if we could have an Arizona Serve podcast where our members could talk about um, the work that they're doing at their organization, if they have an event coming up and they want to promote it, or if they just want to talk about other things, maybe not related to their service, but just related to being an AmeriCorps member, but also specifically what it means to be an Arizona Serve AmeriCorps member.
0: Yeah. So what's your story?
1: What's my story? Well, I was a VISTA last year. Um, I served from August 2017 to 2018 over at the Chino Valley Area Chamber of Commerce, and I was their community volunteer program coordinator. I feel like I've given that spiel so many times. It's a good elevator spiel. It is, but I haven't done it in so long. It's weird to say that again. Well, it's like riding a bike. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, over there I developed the database where the local nonprofits and service clubs can... Connect with individuals who are looking to volunteer, so I did that for about a year, as well as coordinate the chambers volunteers that we had for our own events. And then I decided to extend my service and then take on the Vista leader position because the Vista leader that I had made it look like it was pretty cool.
0: <laughs> hey, now let's not talk about people who aren't in the room.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's me. That was you. Yeah, actually, I feel like I. I I forgot who I was talking to the other day, but I feel like it was October of my service when I first asked you, "Hey, so that Vista leader gig, what's <laughs> <was> good?"
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I I personally, so my my name's Annie by the way, Annie Rice Center. Hi, Annie. I am going to be Sarah's. <laughs> Uh sidekick, I guess, for this first episode. Yeah. And yeah, so my story is after college, I decided to join National Service as a Peace Corps volunteer, much like your mom did. Yeah. And I served in a tiny country in West Africa called Benin and was an English teacher there for two years. And then myself, I became a... Peace Corps volunteer leader and served as an advocate for other members. And so, as when I came back, I decided to take care of my grandmother and moved to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and worked for the Boys and Girls Clubs there. And did that for 10 years, loved what I was doing, loved the kids, but really kind of felt like I was missing something and said, Peace Corps worked the first time, so maybe AmeriCorps would work the second time. And so, I did a summer of service in Fairbanks, Alaska with an organization called Access Alaska and then became the VISTA team leader here in Arizona Serve. And for me, AmeriCorps was really a chance to give back to the community. And I think the mission and goals of AmeriCorps when it started first with President Johnson and then eventually with the, the, the Clinton administration was really to give young individuals old individuals people mid-career mid-age a chance to give back and really make a difference and so that's been really impactful in my life and what about your
1: yeah well I actually before I was an AmeriCorps member I thought about the Peace Corps because like you said my mom had served in it um, she served in Kenya um, and she taught English so to me I didn't really feel like I would even qualify for the Peace Corps because teaching wasn't something. Teaching wasn't something. I no no no. no. But in my perception of it, I didn't feel like I would qualify for the Peace Corps just because in college I studied public relations and computer science. Mm. So to me, I was like, I don't really feel like that's like a fit for the Peace Corps, which I'm sure it probably is in some realm. But at the time, I didn't really think that. So. I looked into AmeriCorps and specifically with VISTA because I felt... the Which pos- stands for Volunteers in Service to America. <laughs> yes. Um, I looked into the position with the chamber because I felt like this is a way that I can give back, but also in a way that I... Also, by utilizing skills that I actually did learn... From college.
0: Okay. Yeah, and I think the cool thing about AmeriCorps, and because it's been around... Um, for a number of years now, they've really kind of mastered the different things you can do. So the VISTA program is more of the full-time members. um, But specifically within our organization, we also have a lot of part-time members um, who are able to do kind of different things at different times. And so I think the thing that I love now is the, now that I've transitioned into a staff role with Arizona Serve, is that the the heart of what we're able to do is really grassroots and actually that's kind of the story of how Arizona Serve got started so in Yavapai County which is where Prescott's located we had several members who didn't really coordinate or work with each other and this was around 2006 mm-hmm. and are literally they were just like on their own like right? they were just like yeah. in a coffee shop one day and they were sitting down they're like wait you're an AmeriCorps member? Mm-hmm. I'm an AmeriCorps member. And Arizona Serve just kind of started from literally those VISTA members who were like, wait, we can do this better, which I think is at the heart of what AmeriCorps is trying to do in the first place. Right. And so I kind of really love that story and love telling that story because it was that grassroots. It mm-hmm. came from the members themselves. Yeah. All of our staff members have been national service members themselves so it's really for me when i was looking at different projects that was something that really drew me to arizona serve it almost sounds like it started out
1: as like a an americorps club and then it actually turned into a a legitimate
0: organization Right. right and so we founded we were founded then in 2006 and in 2009 we Started working a lot closely with Prescott College and actually became a program at Prescott College. And um, I actually am a, going to be starting my uh, doctoral program at Prescott College next year. So I'm, not, I'm also very excited. I'm also a student. um <laughs> and so on top it, of the many other accomplishments oh yeah whatever <laughs> um but for for me it was really um neat to see Prescott College get involved because I always wanted to you know I worked with at a Boys and Girls Club worked within education as a Peace Corps member and I really love the college campus environment and I think same Prescott College being a institution that really values social justice and um environmental education things like that it was a really natural tie-in for AmeriCorps and so Mm -hmm. I think it's valuable to have we have obviously our office here in Prescott and then we have our office in Tucson as well as the Prescott College Changemaker campus in Tucson so the two are really we we really do work well together so
1: yeah and I think also not every single member but as far as my experience when I graduated from college I really still had no idea what I wanted to do as far as a career. Um, And Vista was a really good – not only was it a good foot in the door for getting into, like, the work field, but also it was a foot in the door to actually figure out what exactly do I want to do for the rest of my life. And I think that that's something that's so important to college students, particularly because, you know – not everybody, but a lot of times, right after college, you're trying to get into that workforce,
0: right. I remember vividly, actually, gosh, it was fifteen years ago now, my entrance interview into Peace Corps where the my program manager for Peace Corps was like, "So what do you want to do <laughs> and I kind of i had I had no idea, I was yeah, like, can I just do this like my yeah, entire life? no one knows and the, I vividly remember my program manager saying, yes, it's called the nonprofit sector mm-hmm. and you can do this. And if even if this isn't exactly what you want to do, like you're going to get a chance to experiment and see things that you're good at and things that you love and things that you want to get better at. And I think um, similarly, our members, and you're a great example of this, are able to do that as well as an AmeriCorps member and I think oh definitely yeah and I think it's trying to find that perfect balance of the site getting a lot out of the AmeriCorps member but also the AmeriCorps member getting a lot of the professional development out of the site so
1: yeah and I also like that at least for my position I felt that there were so many different skills that I either enhanced or I learned that were brand new. So volunteer management was not necessarily something that I was like, Oh, okay, I'll do this for the rest of my life. But it was, Oh, having to, pitch this idea or pitch this database that I have and go out and talk to the different nonprofits and just have those meetings. That was something that I really, really loved and just being able to connect people within the community. So sometimes it's not even necessarily this position is going to define what you do for the rest of your life. It's the skills that you learn from that position that you're going to try to research when you're finding another opportunity right
0: it's those transferable skills right and i think too like when i interview potential candidates i will ask them like what is it that makes you excited to get up in the morning it could be writing that 15 page paper that really excites you well hey maybe that means you would be a really great grant writer Mm -hmm. which is a you know one of the americorps positions or I love meeting and networking with new people. Wow, you would be a great person to do outreach for an organization or which even outreach I would say
1: is a broad very broad. It's a very broad thing, but that's that's a that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that I think it's good to have so many different options. It's those transferable skills. Yeah. yeah.
0: And somebody who is on social media all day long. Hey, believe it or not, that can be something that you can do professionally. Look at
1: that millennials. Yeah. Something
0: something that you could do for an organization or do for a a Vista project. So yeah, I think that I have been like coming on and doing something like this mid career for me completely changed my life. Like Mm -hmm. I, I definitely felt like I was making a difference before I loved what I was doing, but I also felt like I wanted to be there for the next generation to really help inspire them so that they could really be the ones now that can make that difference. Mm -hmm. And I am like incredibly proud of you and incredibly Mm. proud of (laughs) all of the other AmeriCorps members who I legitimately see really making a difference on a daily basis. And, having fun doing it like i think that's the, yeah. the the critical thing
1: i just being in this position now as the leader and learning what not only what this cohort is doing now but also what people in my previous cohort were doing that I maybe necessarily didn't know I'm, and I know you make fun of me for this every day but I'm just like wow everybody does such cool things like that's (laughs) awesome I wish I I was doing something like that I mean I think
0: that's also something too to talk just very briefly about is that AmeriCorps and Peace Corps National Service in general is cyclical in nature like there are wheels turning and it is a year commitment and so it is is trying to get all of those projects that you have in your head and that your site has in their head done, but also making them so that they can be set up for the next MariCorps member that comes after you. Right. And sometimes it's completely changing perspective. Sometimes it's building off what they already did. But I think it's all about keep continuing to push the needle forward so that we can fight poverty in an impactful way.
1: And I also think that to accomplish an entire project in one year by one person, pretty much, that's a very difficult thing to do. So, I mean, I think like even those, I feel like just whatever you can accomplish in a year is it, you're a year ahead of right. where you were, so that next person, they're already at the next step. Right. Even if it might not look like you're making an impact, you're. If it wasn't for you, they would be way, way further back.
0: Right. And I mentioned I did Peace Corps 15 years ago. Like I have several students who have contacted me thanks mm-hmm. to the how incredibly small our world is coming thanks to social media, <laughs> who have contacted me on Facebook and said, "Hey, I'm in college now." And do I necessarily think like I as a teacher was the primary reason that they're now in college and being successful? Mm -hmm. No. But did my small impact or did my small piece of the puzzle add to that? Sure. Probably. Not, and I'll pat myself on the back. And I and I look at projects like Erica Stone, who's our interim executive director. She started Hi, Erica. Hi. <laughs> we know you're we listening. We know you're listening. <laughs> She's checking up on us. Yes. She's she's very good at that. (laughs) Anyway, so I look at Prescott Area Shelter Services that she largely started herself in 2008 with some really amazing board members and volunteers within their organization. And just how that was able to really snowball into the amazing uh, space that they have now. And it's... you you stop and you think, wow, what projects that are going on now are going to have that same impact on our community? And yes, not all of them are going to be that same success story, but they all are snowballing into something bigger. And I think really the nonprofit community in Yavapai County and I think also in Pima County are are small and mighty and they're really close-knit and we're really doing some cool things here. Yeah. So
1: for Arizona Serve, we have over 200 members, correct? I know. It sounds like a lot, right? Yeah. So that's a lot of different organizations that we have a presence
0: at right and we have about 35 partnerships here in prescott and Mm -hmm. then the rest are in tucson yeah and so we have myself and erica who are staff members here in the prescott side and then you and shelly are the team leaders for both the vista and this state state side yeah and then in tucson we also have a really robust staff uh that includes some amazing individuals and hopefully we'll sneak down to tucson for one of these podcasts so you can oh yeah some of that but how
1: do we get these
0: partnerships
1: with these organizations well a lot of it
0: yeah so a lot of it is organic so Somebody will hear, oh my gosh, AmeriCorps, what's that? And then they will contact us. A lot of times we will go out and seek partnerships because we feel like the organization's doing a really amazing things also a staff member could transition from one organization that had an americorps member Mm. to another organization that maybe doesn't have an uh, americorps member and we then they then say hey we should do this and so those are kind of how those partnerships take place
1: i also think that uh some of our own events that we have, such as our national days of service, even though we might not have members at that organization, we can absolutely get those organizations involved and have kind of like a an informal relationship
0: with them. Totally. Where I scratch my back, you scratch yours. Correct. Like, for example, Gem Environmental is one of our new partners. So Gem Environmental started literally a year and a half ago. And so for them, it's a chance for them really to grow their capacity as an organization quickly by having an AmeriCorps member. And for us, it's a chance to ultimately help provide opportunities for people to enter STEM careers. So it ends up being, like you said, a scratching of the backs, so to speak. So yeah, I think we're all about connecting really passionate people with transformative community projects. Wait, that might be our... Mission. Wow. Wow. Look at what I just What a did great there. plug. Ah. But anyway, <laughs> like, really, it, it really is connecting those passionate people, which is our AmeriCorps members, with those transformative community projects, which is our partner sites, really to impact poverty in an in in impactful way. And that is our mission.
1: Mm-hmm. And we have a website, correct? We do. And we have lots and lots of social media.
0: We do. So our website is <laughs> ArizonaServe.org. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Our members often take over our Instagram pages, which you can check out. And something that we also do is we are kind of a, a close-knit fan I, I hesitate to say family because I know that can sometimes be a loaded term for people. But well. we really do have <laughs> a close-knit team environment. And so we do... uh, informal kind of gatherings once a month. Like we play pickleball. Uh, It was awesome. Uh, We're going (laughs) to sure we are going to go to a production that one of our members is doing of hair uh, this month. And we also, I feel like are really supportive of each other, whether it be volunteering at different events or meeting for uh, coffee at the Raven. We're, we're really there for each other. And I think that kind of sets our, our team dynamic apart as well.
1: Right. And I think that that makes our jobs as a supervisor and a VISTA leader a lot easier is when, you know, the team that we're working with is so collaborative and so supportive of one another.
0: Right. And I think that also is just how the nonprofit community works in Yavapai County as well. Like, yeah, it's definitely close knit. It's definitely together. And it's definitely very. Uh, coalition friendly like if one person is doing and approaching it in one way we want all the organizations that are doing that to to be a part of it so
1: right yeah or even i feel like our relationship you started out as my vista leader and then that transitioned into an actual friendship which i think you know has its benefits that are more than just being
0: you're just my vista leader Yeah, I mean, I think it's, yeah, I definitely feel like as the VISTA leader, you have to be, you're almost like an RA. You have to to be professional. You have to make sure that they see you as somebody that you can come to and that you can um, respect, but also somebody that if you just need a night out on the town or (laughs) if you need like... Random pizza in the middle of a Sunday. Oh yeah, you can call you can call them and they'll be there. So um, yeah, I think that it's a random Sunday with pizza and tears, <laughs> you know. No, but even um, you know, I'm I'm honored literally on a daily basis to also be a supervisor for Americorps members, right. and I think that for me, something that I try to do is be really present. So to attend a lot of events to make sure that both the organizations and the americorps members know that arizona serve has a presence and i really value that and that's something that we're still continuing to grow which is why this podcast is such a great idea sarah
1: oh well thank you but i was also going to say i think that you yourself are also just a good supporting person that regardless of your title you would be supporting us anyway so that's awesome and we're very lucky
0: to have you oh thank you i can i can take my ego for the day (laughs) so sarah i know you think i'm awesome which eh, i guess i am but (laughs) you have your moments i do have my moments i wanted so besides me although i'd love to talk to you every week like what or every month or how how often are you going to do this um I guess we're still trying to figure that out. This is our first episode, so we'll see how it goes. What else do you have planned for this podcast for the rest of yeah, for the rest of your service at least?
1: Yeah, I just really want to give our members both in Prescott and Tucson the opportunity to talk about what's going on in their year of service, whether that's work they're doing at their organization, whether that's just some. they just want to talk about what it is like to be an AmeriCorps member. Let's talk about it. Um, and I think that this hopefully will be a really good tool tool for people who are interested in becoming AmeriCorps members get somewhat of an authentic take on what that's like and specifically an Arizona serve member.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's. It's going to be helpful. I definitely also think alums are going to have fun listening to this. So maybe we'll have some alums on the yeah, show. Yeah, I think that would be great. Like those that are maybe two or three years removed or even five or six, 10 years, 15 years removed. Right. I think this podcast would be interesting for them to really reflect on what AmeriCorps is now. And so that could be something that they could recommend to their friends, family, relatives, things like that. And also maybe re-engage in somehow. So, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to chat with me. Sarah we talked about This talk has been fun
0: we do talk all the time. I mean we, we just needed someone to record it. <laughs> I mean, I just I am I'm, I'm still trying to find the perfect tin can for our office so that we can then oh talk boy. on screens. She doesn't want to do that. I think because it's
1: 2018. We have cell phones okay, where we can not, send a text message. I'm not gonna text you from Or I can phone. get up from my desk and walk three feet and yeah, say but, hi.
0: But string and tin cans, that does not go out of style. But I am so loud that
1: you would hear my my voice. I think I'm louder. Uh, probably. Exactly. I would hear your voice I before I would hear it through the tin can. So,
0: but I just think it look cool.
1: Aesthetically, we could do this. All right. All right. Well, all right. yes. I will talk to you soon. <laughs> all righty. Well, thank you all for listening. Bye. Stay tuned.
0: You've been listening to this AmeriCorps Life. Produced by Arizona Serve of Prescott College. Find out more at arizonaserve.org and at prescott.edu.